0: say that getting in shape is hard, but no one told you about the struggle. It's time for you to get healthy, but business and family make life complicated. Discover all the high-performance secrets that founders and busy entrepreneurs use to ensure they stay fit and lean, no matter how busy they get. This podcast is a reminder to use those secrets, which make getting in shape easy and stress-free while doing it in a way that fits your busy lifestyle. And ultimately, this will make you a better performer at work and home. You're listening to The High Performance Founder with your host, Dan Goh.
1: Alright, what is up? I'm here with my man, Jimmy. Virtually, you know... He is, uh, we've been training together for the last year, we've gotten so many amazing gains, we've gotten so much amazing results. And we've done it in a way that's actually fit your lifestyle. Uh, So before we get into this interview, I want to ask you, uh, Jimmy, uh, please introduce yourself. And what is it that you do?
2: All right. Thanks for uh, having me, DG. Uh, my name is Jimmy Versolino. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a mortgage originator who specializes in VA loans, serving veterans and active duty military. I have a mortgage practice uh, here in Phoenix that uh, serves clients nationwide.
1: Awesome, man. Awesome. Now, before we get into your results, I want to ask you something specific. Like, What were the things before we start working together, what were some of the things that you were struggling with in terms of uh, your body and your health uh I have a bunch of notes uh, already set up from the last talks that we did but but what were your biggest struggles?
2: yeah so you know let me start by saying i'm I'm not what maybe you've heard this before some some people say this from time to time but it's like you know I'm not where I want to be but thank god I'm not where I used to be. And through my journey with you, I've come a long way, and I've learned a lot, and I've grown a lot, uh, both mentally and physically. And so I think, ultimately, you know, it was kind of the the, the middle of uh, COVID, people were in lockdowns, and I had been scrolling through Twitter, probably mindlessly, like I always do. And I'm telling the kind of the genesis uh, of uh, of my connection with you and there were some some comments and I don't know how I came across your stuff but certain people that you follow if they hit like on something you see their activity yeah. and there were two things that um uh, that you had posted about that really was kind of like a shot between the eyes you know mm-hmm. and one of them was something to the effect of you should never eat while sitting on the couch watching TV and I was like, "Oh snap, guilty!" You know, like <laughs> strike one, right? Yeah. And then you had uh, posted again or tweeted again something about you should never snack in bed. And I was like, yeah. "Oh damn!" Like you know, because I'm guilty <laughs> of it. And it's kind of like, uh, now that I think about it, it's 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 gross, it's icky, <laughs> you know. But we've all got bad habits that we're we're not uh, we're not proud of, and I'm certainly. Uh, one of them. So when I saw that, I, I had this kind of this epiphany, and um, you know, my conscience spoke to me and said, "You know what, Jimmy? You've spent thousands of dollars on marketing for your practice. You spent thousands and thousands of dollars on uh, business development. You know, to become a better businessman, uh, you've hired a business coach and spent tens of thousands of dollars on that. What have you ever done?" to invest in your health. And these are all conversations that I'm having with myself. And the answer was, I've, I've never spent any money, I've spent yes. $0 investing in my physical health. And the more I learn about this, and I think LeBron tweeted this the other day, he spends like $1.5 million alone mm-hmm. on just his body, right? Because he understands that his body is a tremendous asset and it helps him to be... A better husband, father, businessman, etc., and it's well worth it. So, I made the decision and uh, decided to invest in myself. Yeah. And um, I'm incredibly grateful and blessed and fortunate that uh, that I did. And it's been uh, it's been life changing, literally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, something I realize about a lot of people out there—it's not just yourself—when they when they approach health, they do it from trying to be like their own auto mechanic, right? They're like, okay, well, I'm just gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna do this random workout I found on the magazine. I'm gonna follow this diet that I found on like you know whatever social media. You know, follow it for a little bit, and they never necessarily invest, like you said, in themselves, but also. Like people try to go about trying to fix their own cars, but you know, they're going about it with their own bodies and, and the body is actually way more complex than the car can be. Um, and I wish that we came with uh, manuals uh, to teach us exactly how to use it, but not many people do. And then they kind of like chase whatever's like exciting out there. So this is freaking, you know, I'm so glad that you decided to invest in yourself. Now I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, what was kind of like your reaction when uh, when we first started working together And we we started to implement some of the stuff that we did from a workout perspective and a nutrition perspective. Like what were the things that that you realized or what was your reaction to that?
2: Well, I, I I kind of compare it to an addict that's gone, that's going through rehab, you know, they're detoxing uh, from, you know, the the, the lifestyle that they're accustomed to having and living in, you know, Mm. part of my, regime, as you had mentioned earlier, is, is, Hey dude, like you're going to cut out alcohol for 60 days. Right. And one of the things that you said is, is when your, your friends tell you, by the way, I heard this the other day and I liked it. Alcohol is the only drug that if you don't use, people look at you as if there's something wrong with you. Right. So one of the things that you had mentioned is, is that you simply say, Hey, I'm under strict doctor's orders. That there's no alcohol for the next 30 days, right? And so your body is literally going through a detox of all of the crap that you put into it. You know, we literally treat our body like a garbage disposal. So that's one of the things that you shared with me in the first 30 days was there's going to be no alcohol. In addition to that, there's going to be no processed foods. You're going to focus on eating clean, whole foods. And so in the first 30 days, 60 days, I mean, that's really a wake up call to, um, you know, this, this, this new lifestyle that you're, you know, jumping face first into, and, uh, it's not easy, you know, but, uh, things that aren't easy doesn't necessarily mean it's not worth it. And, um, looking back over the last year, I can certainly say without a shadow of a doubt that it has been worth it. And I've learned a lot. You know, I think a lot of people will kind of throw out objections to, well, shit, that's a lot of money for me to invest in. You know what? To some people, it might be. And sure, you could make an argument for it is, but um, at the end of the day, is your health worth that cost? And truly, what does one good idea costs. What is one good idea worth? And I've learned several ideas uh, over my time with you that I think will literally um, translate to hundreds of thousands of dollars, whether it be in healthcare costs or mm-hmm. new production and business, etc. that I'm going to be able to pick up on. For example, you know, you have a bad meal. All right. It's all good, but just get on the train the next one, right? Get back on the train the following meal. I remember another tweet that you said to said, I ate a whole bowl of noodles last night. I felt like crap after I ate it, but you know what? For breakfast, I got back on the train and I had that lean breakfast and I went yeah. to the gym and it gets you right back on track. For me, I would eat the bowl of noodles, right? And then I would Eat like crap for another eight weeks after that, and not go to the gym, right? And so there's these lifestyle changes that 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 you've taught me to implement that um, have caused me to change the the course of direction for my for my health and fitness. That uh, that again is is paying big dividends. Absolutely,
1: man. And uh, I I, would, I look at it like this, right? So the, the main currencies that we're working with always are money and time so would you actually spend the money to not have to worry about this issue in your life for the rest of your life or are you willing to spend mass amounts of time trying to figure it out on your own trying to piece things together you may come out with a result probably not so i always look at it as like why don't you invest in yourself up front and get these ideas and learn the nuances. And then actually the nuances is different for everyone. Like for you, uh, you were mentioning like, uh, you know having one bad meal and, and having that kind of like go on for the rest of like the eight weeks. Yours was like getting out of this all or nothing mentality, right? Hey, I can I can just jump back onto this thing. You know, right. if, if I have some trail mix, hey, guess what? <laughs> I could just like make the next meal better. I don't have to be all or nothing with this you know? So I want to ask you, what was, was there something that surprised you? It was something that you didn't expect to get out of this program or something that hit home with you. I know that we talked about the, the, the snacking in bed and all this kind of stuff, but was there anything else that kind of surprised you in the journey? I think,
2: you know, seeing your body come to life. Oh yeah. Literally. Right. Seeing your body like develop and you're like, holy crap. Like I'm freaking ripped. Like, where did that come from? And people walking to you, walking up to you in the gym and going, dude, like, tell me what you're doing. As if like, you know, I I have to be humble. I've got a trainer and, you know, I'm I'm following his advice. And by the way, his name's Dan Go, you know, here's his (laughs) contact information, et cetera. But, um, Seeing that physical transformation, you kind of just look at yourself in the mirror sometimes and, you know, you, you take these progress photos and you're like, oh my God, yeah. I can't believe that that is me, you know? Um, I think you've got a photo of my before and after me yes. five years ago. I mean, I'm literally not the same person anymore and I don't ever want to go back to being that person and yeah. learning what, or how your body reacts when you properly fuel it. For example, mm. I was thinking about this um, leading up to our phone call. I had a really bad habit, and uh, uh, of my body waking me up in the middle of the night. And I shared this with you, yeah. um, and it was me waking up in the middle of the night, and I couldn't go back to sleep until I ate something. Like my body needed me to feed it. Right? Some people might say, "Well, that's." that's normal, right? Well, I didn't think it was normal for me. And when I started doing the basics and, and again, going back to these, these things that you've taught me that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life, yeah. moving my meals back. So you, you looked at it very practical. And I don't think I would have ever thought about this. Just like, okay, Jimmy, wake up in the morning, have a protein shake, eat your breakfast at 11, right? Eat your lunch at three and eat your dinner at seven that is a life-changing idea that for me is worth $5,000. I would pay $5,000 for somebody to give me that idea because it helps me to stay on track with my daily eating habits. And when I started drinking the water, moving my meals back, the craziest thing happened. Mm -hmm. I stopped waking up in the middle of the night and binge eating, Mm -hmm. right? And so these types of things that can't necessarily translate to a dollar figure. Um, were so incredibly worth the coaching to me. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we haven't even got into the other areas of of this yet, you know, what your kids think when they see a ripped father, or your wife thinks when she sees, you know, uh well, her man with with biceps and he's not, you know, fat and out of shape and, you know, he's Good. He's lean. He's mean. He mean in a good way, you know. But yeah. um, just he's checking all of the boxes, and it's a pretty dang good feeling. And,
1: and I'm and I'm uh, surprised you didn't mention anything about tennis because yeah. you're you're an avid tennis player, and uh, and it's and from what you were telling me, uh, it just seems like your your tennis performance has also just like gone up a level in terms of like your endurance, what you're able to do on that as well. Uh, I remember, I think you were, you were like second place in like a tournament or something like that. I, I think, uh, yeah.
2: I was just going to say, I mean, you know, there's, it, it's a good thing in tennis when you have the most amount of endurance in the club, right? I mean, you can yeah. hang with anybody and that translates to, you know, um, more, more points and more matches won, in addition to that, you know, when, uh, when your legs don't give out, you know, because you're doing squats and you're doing deadlifts and, you know, that's been another really cool thing is seeing definition in your legs. I mean, it's like, for me, I'm like, damn, that's so cool to, to have an experience. Like look down at your legs, like, whoa, dude, I've got that teardrop thing that I've <laughs> always wanted. Like, where did that come from? You know, yeah. but anyways, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's just been, it's been, incredibly significant in health, in fitness, in mind, in, in just so many different ways. And in, in even recreational tennis, you know, yeah. uh, is, is impacted through it all too. So.
1: Yeah, man. Like, obviously I'm biased, but uh, I feel like it's true. And I, I believe it to be true, which is that health is the number one meta habit of all time, health and fitness. You get this part right. It literally is like the the only meta habit that makes every area of your life better.
0: Are you enjoying the show thus far? We go through so many resources and links with the podcast. It's tough to keep up. I get it. That's why Dan and the rest of the team put together the High Performance 7. It's a free online course That helps entrepreneurs get lean, build muscle, and increase energy in a way that fits their lifestyle. We go over things like how to burn fat like a 20 year old, the lazy man's way to building muscle, the 10 minute Superman system, the lead domino that makes all other things easy, and so much more. The best part? As a valued listener of the show, you can access the High Performance 7 100% free of charge. That's right. For simply being awesome and tuning in. To get full access, all you have to do is go to www.highperformance7.com. It's high performance, all spelled out, and the number 7.com. And fill out the short form there for us to give you full access. Once again, www.highperformance7.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Whether it's tennis, whether it's uh, mood, whether it's the relationship with your wife and your kids, whether it's the uh, the way that you're performing in business, and obviously there's a halo there's a halo effect as well when people deal with you. Like, oh shit, I'm dealing with the guy who actually gives a fuck about himself. You know, like when you actually when you actually start to uh, present that in front of people. I feel like health and fitness is one of the things that everyone should be focusing on. Uh, I feel like when you do transform your body, you can transform your life. So uh so let's talk about the result right now. You know, you've uh you basically spent all this time with me. We've changed your body. Uh is there any numbers, results, improvements, uh things, uh, uh mindsets that have been discarded? Um yeah, what kind of results? Just
2: really quick, the one thing that yeah. I would add to that is, you know, for me, the biggest takeaway was the change of philosophies.
1: Yeah, yeah
2: the philosophies that you've shared with me over the course of the last year, I'll take for the rest of my life into, you know, my health and fitness journey, those philosophies, uh, will help you to set a better set a better sail, right. Uh, Through our journey in life. So with respect to, um, you know, the actual transformation fitness numbers, I think we started out at somewhere around 187 pounds and I'm not a tall guy by any means. Uh, so, you know, 187 pounds for me is, is, I've always been a shorter stocky kind of guy, you know, that's just my body composition and makeup. Um, However, I went from 187 pounds. I don't remember the exact body fat percentage. We could look up a Texas scan, but went from about 187 to 164 at one point was probably my lowest. So we're talking 23 pound weight loss there and kind of gradually kicked back up as I added more muscle, kind of settled in somewhere between 168 to 172 uh, on the high end is where um i will kind of uh, bounce back and forth in from right now i can yes. see my abs dude for real like you can see yeah i mean that's a big deal for me i'm 38 yes. years old you know like i don't know too many other 38 year old fathers that you can see their abs you know um so i can see my abs now and that's pretty crazy to 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 look at and um You know, I've leaned out, I've, you know, when, when you've got the, you've got the pump coming out of the gym, man, that's insane to look at your body and go, Oh my God, I can't believe that that's me.
1: So you're, we're going to put your before and after on uh, this video and, and dude, like you have like turned aesthetic, right? Uh, I'm not going to comment on what you look like before we started working together. You know, obviously it's, it's a starting point, but the way in which you have approached your workouts and the way in which you have uh, taken to the actual uh, work inside the gym, you have created this aesthetic body that most guys would kill to have. It's the traps, it's the chest, it's the legs, it's the shoulders, you basically just like crushed it inside of the gym and also with the nutrition. So can't wait to share your, uh, before and after it's so ridiculous, especially with that, that picture that we got from five years ago. I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah. That guy is like, yeah. Oh. I
2: don't, I don't live there anymore. And you yeah. know, one of the other things too, is, is that I remember you sharing with me again, this is the ph- philosophical part, you know, changing of the philosophies. It's like, yeah. you know, do you have to get hammered every Friday and Saturday night? You know, it's like one thing that you shared with me is like, no, you don't. Number one. And number two, like if you see something out on the horizon, you're like, oh, there's that wedding that I really want to have a good time and while out for circle it on your calendar and prepare and plan for that. You don't need to kind of just live your life. YOLO every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, and just derail all of the good work. Like circle those times on the calendar, prepare for them, go into them knowing that you're gonna have a good time. And then once you get past it, it's in the rearview mirror, move on to the next thing and circle that next calendar event instead of doing it like I did, where it was a yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, going all out. And then it's just it's just not a good way to, to live. So that was something that I really gleaned from your teaching. Yeah, that I'll carry with me for many years to come.
1: One one thing I want to point out about you is also just the fact that of moderation, right? So it was like uh, before it was like, hey, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, let's let's go YOLO. And you actually turned that into, you know what? I can drink wine, and I can still be in shape. I just have to do it. I just have to be moderate about it. I don't have to like chase this, you know. I don't have to chase being drunk or anything like that you know, for you, you actually, you know, were able to, you know, drink wine on a regular basis uh, because you enjoy it. But it doesn't mean that you have to get buzzed off of it. It doesn't mean that you have to like go, you know, go crazy with it. So one of the things I want to point out with you is that you actually took it to heart of moderation, you know, like those big days, those birthdays, those weddings, you're like, go crazy. But on the days that it wasn't like, you still kept it moderate right? And you have, that's discipline and that's control and that's responsibility. I was just actually having a conversation with a client just before this. And it's like, we have so much abundance right now. So much abundance. I can go out there. I can, I can just, I can just fuck off and just like, you know, just drink and eat every single day because we have that abundance. Now it's time for responsibility and time for guardrails and, you know, time to control the abundance to a certain extent. So, Last question here is, you know, if you know uh, anyone that is uh, that is an entrepreneur that's been struggling with, uh, you know, being out of shape, uh, low energy, um, lack of performance, what exactly would you say to them in regards to uh, in, in regards to what they should be doing with their bodies? In regards to where you were before and where you are right now, what exactly would you say?
2: Yeah, I think when I think about it, you know, there's it's like a, a juggling act. you've got these three different balls in the air, you know, one is health. The other one is, um, family. And the other one is maybe spirituality, right? Your your spiritual fitness and you're trying to juggle all of them.
1: And for those career uh, relationships as well.
2: Yeah. 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 So I can actually juggle. And one of the things that I know, and kind of to your point, you can't juggle an even number. It's like physically Mm. impossible but you can only juggle odd numbers. So in your case, right, you throw a fourth ball, it, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. And so what you have to figure out is, is, how can you keep all of these balls in the air at one time and not drop the fitness part? And my argument is, is that by keeping that fitness ball in the air and keeping it in rotation, mm. it actually allows you to perform better in all areas or all yes. other areas of your life, business will go up. Your relationships will get better, right? Your um, thoughts and your feelings about yourself will become better because of your uh, focus or your, your your the reflection in which you see, you'll feel good about yourself. Somebody said this once and I never forgot it, that self-esteem comes from not neglecting the small daily disciplines. Mm. I never mm-hmm. forgot that. Right. And so when you don't neglect the small daily disciplines and you eat clean and you drink your water and you're going to the gym and you're seeing like that's where self-esteem begins to flourish. Right. You start feeling really good about the person that you are and most importantly, the person that you're becoming. So um, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, DG.
1: No, you're you're doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I just think that um, you're worth it. Thank you. You know, your, yeah. your health is, is worth it. Um, a lot of people get hung up on, you know, the, 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 the financial investment piece. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, to me, I go back to what's a good idea worth? Literally, yeah. like what's a good idea? And one of my philosophies is just everything affects everything, right? So this fitness piece is going to affect this. And this over here is going to now impact this and all stems from this particular area. And it just kind of ends up flowing through in a positive way for the better throughout every part of your life. And, um, I think it's been one of the greatest investments that I've ever, uh, done, you know, monetarily, uh, in, in any stock or, or home, et cetera, because, uh, Jim Rohn, who's a motivational speaker, I'm sure a lot of your audience knows who he is. He says, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I think we've done that together and I'm going to continue doing that moving forward.
1: Absolutely. And uh, to the point of like putting another ball in there, right? You know, uh, for some people, they don't, they're juggling family, career, and uh, let's just say community they don't have that health part in there. Hey, sometimes you actually have to spend a little bit more time on health until it becomes like, until it becomes seamless, right. Until it actually becomes fitting. So, you know, don't worry if it doesn't work out in the beginning. Uh, that's the main thing. This is a new thing that you're bringing into your life. So treat it as such, give it the attention it needs. And then eventually, eventually, it could just be like everything that you're juggling. It's just, it just is a part of it. You know what it is. So, Jimmy, I just want to say it's been an honor of mine to uh, to have coached you uh, for the past year. To have basically uh, gone on this journey with you, and and I just want to say I appreciate you, man. I'm super proud That's of fun. you. And, uh, and yeah, our relationship doesn't end here, you know? Uh, so, you know, we'll be uh, texting back and forth and, uh, I'm always going to be in your corner. So I want to say, uh, thank you so much for doing this interview, man. I really and do my appreciate it. Appreciate yeah.
0: you, bud. And, I appreciate
1: um, you too. Yeah. Much love. Much love, man. Much love.
0: If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe on whichever platform you're tuning in from. Help Dan and the rest of the team get the word out to more entrepreneurs like yourself and leave an honest review for the show. It would mean the world to us if you can help in those two ways. Dan reviews all the feedback on the show, so we can't wait to hear what you've got for us. This show is made for your benefit, so be sure to reach out if you have any ideas on topics that we can cover on the show or people we should interview. You're listening to The High Performance Founder Show. Thank you so much for tuning in.